Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here with another millionaire midnight rant. It's approximately 11.58, two minutes early here. Welcome to the rant, welcome to the podcast. This is the Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin podcast where we talk about life, okay? We talk about mindset, we talk about mindfulness, meditation. We talk about how to manifest our dreams faster than ever before using technology, using science as well. And tonight, I want it to be about you. I haven't did a Q&A in a while, and several times a week, what I like to do is give you the opportunity to ask me questions. And the reason why I do that, because when I wanted to be rich, when I was on my own journey to become a self-made millionaire, well, I wish I had the opportunity to talk with one. I didn't have that opportunity. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have any guidance. I literally had to figure it out on my own here. So now you have me, all of you. You have me for free, only on the rants that you can ask me anything about business, about whatever you're struggling with, and I can help you because obviously I went from zero to $40 million. That's my current net worth. Not too bad, right? Not too shabby. Could be better, of course. I run several digital marketing companies online. And other than that, I'm just living a good life. I'm living the, my best life ever. Um, so let's do a Q&A tonight, okay? Let's do a Q&A tonight here. And let me give everybody a shout out. Ask your favorite millionaire anything. And if I yawn, ugh. if I yawn, it's because I'm just a little sleepy. But today was a, just a busy day. You know, you know how it is being on the grind. How many of you are grinding out there? Okay. And let me share something before I get into the topic, before I start answering questions below. You know, the grind is real. <laughs> it really is. Especially the first million grind. Anybody made their first million yet? Has anybody made their first 100,000? Like the first million is a, it is a grind. It really is. It's tough, but it's possible. Okay, it's very possible. And it's a lot of hours. And the hours is just you developing the skill, you know, really focusing on what you're trying to mature, whatever skill, whatever business that you're currently working in. But let me tell you something, and I want you to listen very close. Come here. Come to, come to the phone. It's worth it. It's so worth it. You know, when I think back where I was and where I am now, it was worth it. It was worth the late nights. It was worth, it was worth the years of celibacy. It was worth not going out with friends, not hanging out. It, it was worth it just... Losing out on deals, losing out on partnerships, investing money, not being able to recoup the money. It was worth it. Okay. So uh, let's go ahead and get started here. I'm sorry. I'm yawning here. All right. Questions for me here. Let's look down here.
And let me give you guys a shout out. Hey, Elizabeth, Jada, Stephen, how are you? Jada Love. Um, we have a little bit of honey. KMC, Danny. KMC, Michelle, how are you? Money Shot. Um, Carla Dobbs. Jordy. Uh, all right, let me start answering questions here. How do you stay focused with all the companies you have? Yeah, so, you know, lucky for me, yes, I have about 15 different companies. I have about four LLCs, two S-Corps, um, and many of the companies are under the umbrella, under the umbrella of many other companies. And let me share with you how I'm able to do that because I have a team. I mean, I'm nothing without my team. Like the, What I'm doing right now, I, I definitely need a team to do it. I cannot do it by myself. And I'm so grateful for my team. I love them so much. I don't get the opportunity to see them all the time, but we will be. I'm planning something either in Dubai or Colombia for my team that we're going to fly in and we're going to have a great time. But uh, I have a team of about 50-plus people. So my team, they make it happen for me. They really do. I'm very grateful to do that. And they allow me to be great. Like It's my responsibility. And let me share with you if you're a CEO of a company. As a CEO, as a comp, as a CEO of a company, it's your responsibility to have the vision of where the company is going. Does that make sense? You got to have the vision. You have to have the bigger vision. Like everybody that works with me understand that it is my goal to impact billions of people's lives which teaching them how to manifest, teaching them about their emotional intelligence, teaching men on how to become outstanding men and to help as many people as humanly possible become financially independent, okay? So you need a team to do that. And everybody that works with me, whether they work with me directly or their contractor, they all align with the vision, okay? Questions for me here. How do I get people to buy my ebook? It's about the drop ship and how to order from vendors. Well, so remember Jada Marketing is the name of the game. Um, I don't know how you're gonna market. My question is, what are you using for your marketing? Like a video sales letter, a webinar? Like how are you gonna sell it? It's my question to you. It's, it's a few ways you can use a video sales letter like I use. If you go to any of my websites, I am the king of video sales letters. And a video sales letter is nothing but a shorter version of an infomercial that you see on TV. Or maybe a webinar. I'll suggest a webinar, Jada. Just get on camera, you know. Put your pretty face on camera. Start talking to people and tell them a few things about yourself. Tell them a story and give them some tips. And at the end of it, sell your ebook. Okay. And I would definitely suggest not putting on Amazon because, hey, Wesley, I haven't talked to you in a while. You haven't? Well, I guess we're talking now. Huh? Well, I guess I'm talking. Questions? Come on, talk to me. Hey, Patricia, how are you? Hey, Charlie, how are you? Hey, Charlie, girl, I did get your message here. Hey, reach out to the support team and they'll take care of you, okay? And guys, if you have any support Issues with Genie Script, you get an email. It's an email address in there. Just email that email address. 
and um, they'll take care of you. Hey Wes, quick fitness question. When are you, when, when you are very sore, what's the best way to recover? Well, funny you say that, I'm sore right now. My body is in pain. My shoulders hurt right now. My biceps are hurting. My butt hurt. I mean, I'm in pain. I'm not gonna lie. And I just got a massage today too, and I'm hurting. It's just the name of the game, you know. Um, as far as recovery, you know, you got your BCAAs, you got your glutamine. But honestly, it's just soreness is just a part of it. Everybody that lifts, everybody that goes to the gym that's very serious about it, understand that soreness is the part of the process. It, just, it is what it is, right? If you're not sore, you're not doing much, right? So you'll learn how to... Um, you You will honestly learn how to live with being sore <laughs> you will i mean it's okay you know uh get massages you know soreness is a part of the routine for a person that goes to the gym all right it is what it is but but the results it's worth it you know because of the results i mean for sure hey nice how are you jose how are you chavez I'm new to all this, so with news, so with the newsletter, how do I get people to email address for it? What newsletter are you referring to? I'm going to do research so I can figure it out. You know, what do you mean newsletter? Hey, Wesley, you talked about not selling your book on Amazon. Yeah, listen, the only reason why, me personally, I would never sell anything on Amazon. I'm going to give you a few reasons why you shouldn't do that. Some people are successful, I guess, but... Let me tell you something. First of all, Amazon takes a ton of your fees. I mean, they, they charge a bunch of fees to sell your book. Two, if you do too well, Amazon will find a way to be your competition. I've seen it before. I've seen people create inventions and sell things on the Internet, and I've seen Amazon create the same exact product and undercut them, right? It's capitalism at best, right? So, and... I'm not even sure if Amazon give you to list. Well, no, they do give you list to the customers. But I think it's it's better to do direct to consumer, which means is put your site up on your own website and run ads to it. You know, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, just TikTok traffic. Just run traffic to it, right? And just you will control your destiny. Amazon, they're gonna take a a ton of your money. Okay, why would you do that? I, I would never do that. I would never sell, sell on Amazon. I, I'll buy from them. I purchase. How do you get into making books? You mean writing books? So let me give you guys a secret. You know, I can't believe I'm going to share this, but I'm going to share it with you because... Obviously, I want you to make money online. If anybody is thinking about starting an internet company or a digital marketing company or selling any type of information or product online, let me share with you what you can do. If you're trying to sell a book, you don't necessarily have to write the book. Now, I don't do this, but I know a ton of people who do this, right? And they make a ton of money doing this. They have something that's called private label rights. Private label rights. PLR. Type in PLR books on Google. 
whatever book you want to sell in whatever genre, whatever niche, it's there. And you can buy the rights and you can sell it back to the audience or the people or your customers. I mean, a ton of people are doing this, right? For example, say if I want to get a book about weight loss and I don't know how to write a weight loss book. I type in PLR books, PLR weight loss books, and you'll see a site where you can buy the rights to thousands of weight loss books, right? You can buy the book, buy the rights, and you can go to Fiverr, have them rewrite the book, reformat it, put your name on it, whatever, and sell it. I mean, I'm telling people to do this all day long. So you're welcome. Hey, Lynn, how are you? How do you feel about artificial intelligence? Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm using it daily. And I'm looking forward to the AI. They're going to create this AI that you won't need a sales team anymore, which means as they have an AI. It's not public yet, but they have an AI where you can make a phone call or I can call you and it can sell you on a product. It can sell you a product. And it's not a real person. And you'll be able to sell the person better than any salesperson because it knows the objections. It knows everything, right? It knows what to do, obviously. Yeah, it's smarter than people. So I'm looking forward to that. What's next here? Fiverr helped me with my book. Good job, Jada. But let me let me share something with you. The marketing is the name of the game. Uh, the book's cool, but it's the marketing. You have to really learn the psychology of marketing. I think they have a book called The Psychology of Marketing. You need to understand what makes people buy and how to use pain and pleasure to move people to your product. What are your thoughts on Dr. Joe Dispenza? Love him. Read all his books. Wes, can you explain briefly how using experiences in our past that made us feel good can make us feel good about the future? Yeah, it's called anchoring. So, for example, if you remember a moment in your life when you felt good, you know, maybe when you, I don't know, when you found the woman of your dreams or the man of your dreams. I mean, anything that made you feel good, you ate some good food. I don't know. If you remember the ex- experience, you can anchor the new experience to that experience. So what you do is the key is to feel good, right? Remember a time when you were feeling good. I want you to really remember that time. What did you hear? What did you see? And I want you to intensify the emotion until you feel good now. Like you feel good as you think about the experience. And then as you're doing that, I want you to think about the new experience that you want to feel good about. Such as maybe you want to feel good about becoming a millionaire. You want to feel good about quitting your job and starting a business. So while you are feeling that emotion, and if you think about something else, you are anchor yourself. It's called an anchor, okay? And if you do that enough times, what tends to happen, 
when you think about the new experience, you'll start to automatically feel that way. Does that make sense? What is something the rich know that the poor don't understand? Oh, it's too many things. Come on now. I mean, the rich understand that life is really a game. Poor and average people, they don't, they don't understand that yet. <clears throat> what I mean is poor and average people see life as this is, this is reality or this is the realistic way of doing things. Rich people understand that everything is just a game. It really is. You have winners and losers. That's it. Rich people understand that. They see the world as it is, right? And they learn how to manipulate the world. And poor and average people, they're trying to change the world. They say, no, it should be this way. Well, girls should like men for who they are. Um, Men shouldn't cheat on women, (laughs) whatever, right? Uh, poor and average people, they will always be this way. You know, you have, especially with relationships, right? You know, women, they want a man that's beautiful, good-looking, smart, intelligent, rich, handsome, and that can make love to them all night long, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying they don't exist, but it's highly unlikely that a lot of women would be able to attract and keep this type of man, right? Just like a man believes that he should be able to attract the woman of his dreams and be average, you know? It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter what I drive. It shouldn't matter what I, it shouldn't matter where I work. It shouldn't matter how much I'm, I'm a good guy, right? So rich people, man, we just see the world as it is and we understand it as a game, which means we can reset it at any given time and we can use the world and play the game to win, period. Um, so that's that's definitely one thing that the rich knows and a poor doesn't um also rich people understand that uh delayed gratification is the name of the game poor people they believe in instant gratification like they they got to have it now poor people got to have everything now they can't wait they were going to debt poor and average people will put themselves in debt just to have something so other people can see that they have it rich people we don't really care about other people like that honestly I'm, oh, this is another one. Rich people don't care that much about people. Now, you'll never hear this from a rich person because they'll tell you, oh, no, we love people. We love the world. No, they don't. Not like that, right? They would rather not be around you. I'm going to be honest with you. Rich and wealthy people would rather not be around like average poor people. Not because they feel inferior. I mean, feel superior to you. It's just how you think, your mindset. It's just very irritating. I'm not going to lie to you. It's very extremely frustrating for rich people to be around poor and average people. We love them. Like we want to help them the best way we can, but we don't necessarily want to be around these type of people. Okay. And, um, yeah, poor people in the average, they don't really, they don't get it. And it's not like we're being rude. If we tell you no or whatever, it's just, um, rich people just realize that poor and average people, they just, I don't know. They just, they're a lot. I mean, it's just, it's just a lot. I mean, honestly. So if you notice rich and successful people, they go to places where poor and average people would never go. I give you an example. Poor and average people are not going to book a first class flight. Rich people know that. Poor and average people are not going to book a five star hotel that's a thousand or ten thousand dollars a night. 
poor and average people would never do this. They're not going to stay at this hotel. So that's where the rich people are going to go because they know that the poor and average people are not going to be here. Right? Because poor and average people, they act up, they're overly emotional, they argue, they fuss, they lie, they cheat. They, I mean, they, they just, they're out of control sometimes, to be honest with you. Um, they're lazy. So another thing, poor and average people, they're not going to, um, you know, go to the Rolex store. Right? They're not going to go buy a fancy watch. Poor and average people are not going to spend a $100,000 membership on a country club just to go golf. Make sense? So that's why they have all these different places that may be a bit expensive. It's just so the rich can be with the rich and ensure that the poor and average don't get in. Does that make sense? I know it sounds kind of horrific, but it's just the truth. It really is. If you heard some of the conversation that rich and sick Rich and successful people talk about, you know, average, regular people. They'll blow your mind. And I get it. I know some of you might say, well, they shouldn't be like that. And people shouldn't talk about people. Well, it's just fucking stop it, right? First of all, poor and average people do more damage with themselves than rich people. You know, poor and average people, they kill each other. They hurt each other. They talk about each other. They do everything that they give shit to for rich people. But you guys are doing it like times 10. So stop it. All right, so I'm just giving you the truth here, just the truth. But honestly, I, I want you to be rich. Like, I would like you to be on the side of the fence. Like, you do have opportunity to do that. Um, that's why, you know, successful people, we're very short with people. And you may think that we're cocky. Sometimes, like, the perception, and that's another thing is, rich and with successful people would not, they'd rather not be around regulatory people because regulatory people always think that we're cocky. They always think that we feel superior or you think you're better than us. And that's very annoying, honestly. Like, we're just confident individuals. We're confident in ourselves. We're confident in our ability to perform. And that's all what it is. It's not being cocky, man. You know, successful people are some of the most coolest, greatest people on the planet, honestly. But we don't feel that we need to explain ourselves to you, right? We don't want to explain ourselves. I don't want to, because we already know that the perception is always going to be in favor of the regulatory person. Well, he didn't have to talk to me like that. He could have gave me an autograph. He could have gave me a picture. He could I mean, think about all these celebrities, you know. If you see a celebrity outside and he chooses not to sign your little boy's shirt or whatever, now he's an asshole. But why? It's no obligation. He doesn't have to do that. I mean, do you not understand? You know, just regulatory people are just something else. So we would rather we don't, we, we just don't, not going to be around you, okay? <laughs> I mean, we love you, but we're not going to be around. How much should I invest into marketing starting out? I'm mean, on Facebook, $10 a day is fine, but I would suggest TikTok. TikTok, you can do it for free. Next question for me here. Oh, Brizlet, where you been? What's going on, Bree? Um, and yeah, listen, I, I'm just... I'm always going to talk the truth. Like, luckily, I'm not that famous yet, so I can say things like this, right? But as I become more significant, obviously, I can't say certain things. It just, it's just not going to, it's not going to work. Um, because the more significant you become on the planet, um, people 
If you say the wrong thing at the wrong time, people would attack that ass. It's just the truth. It really is. So this is why, like, this is valuable information. So you don't, so you can understand rich and successful people. Like, if you want to become one, you got to understand them, right? Like you, ha- you really have to understand the mindset of these people, what they do, how they speak, what they, how they talk, and what they, you know, how they travel, how they navigate the world. So then you can make a decision if you want to be that, right? Because maybe this is not going to be your cup of tea. What do you think about drop shipping? I think it's great. Prior to becoming wealthy, were you bothered by the fact that you weren't? No, I wasn't bothered that I wasn't wealthy. Um, <clears throat> like I wasn't like pissed off because I wasn't wealthy. Honestly, I was upset that I was that I was fired from a job that I dedicated my life to. <laughs> I was twenty one years old, and many of you know that was the breakthrough. That was the shift for me. That I said, "Oh no, no I got to do something different here." Right, but it wasn't. I wasn't bothered. Um, because I wasn't wealthy, but I was very, I had an obsession. I'll tell you that. Like, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have an obsession, and we know what the word obsession means, you know, almost everybody on here has been obsessed over a man or a woman, right? So think about that feeling. If you don't feel that way as it relates to achieving your dreams and goals, it'll never happen. I'm just going to be honest with you. It would never happen for you. It just won't. You have to be obsessed. Like just very obsessed. And I was extremely obsessed. And because that's all I was doing. I wasn't doing anything else. You know, at first, uh, when I came on here tonight, I was going to talk to men and men only about celibacy. And many of you already know this. Like I almost went two years without having any type of sex. Like think about that. Imagine a man in his later 20s just repudiating sex. You know? Telling women no, you know, I mean, just imagine that. But I did it because I was just obsessed. I needed I needed the money and I wanted the money now. And to me, women were second to money. Even now, women are second to money for me. hundred percent. Like money first, period. And I don't care what you say. You know, I know some people are like, oh, what about God? God first. I mean, I don't even know what that means when you say that. You know, I don't think you even know what it means. I think you just regurgitating what you heard from your preacher. Let me tell you something, money is first, period. It is. The acquisition of money is first. Um, Which means is you have to find a way to have money coming into your life automatically. Like that should be your first goal in life, man. Not out here chasing tail. And I get it, you know? Women make us feel good. Women make men feel very, very good, right? I mean, it's nothing like it's nothing like the power of a woman. Jesus Christ. You know, thank God that he made women. But let me tell you something here. You need to be disciplined. That's another thing about rich men. Men that are very wealthy, they are able to repudiate women. They're able to reject them and say, no, not tonight. <clears throat> you know how many women I reject? <laughs> a ton. You, you have no clue. Okay. I mean, women, hey, can I come see you? Hey, I want to come over there. Hey, I'm going to do this to you tonight. I mean, it, it'll blow your mind if you knew what was in my DMs. Huh? Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, you know, it's comical to me, but I'm focused right now. I, I don't, I just don't have any time because to me, it'll be a waste of my time. Yeah, maybe I'll feel good in the moment, but honestly, if you want to be very honest with you, like I can masturbate. 
yeah, maybe I won't have a warm body next to me, but I can masturbate, you know, a couple of minutes, boom, get back to work. You know, you with a woman, you want to lay up and talk and blah, blah, blah. I don't have time for that, honestly. Right? <laughs> not at all. Not when I'm not when I'm obsessed about a dream that I'm trying to accomplish. Does that make sense? So I was like this um, in my later 20s. Hey, Wes, what are the what are some of the key principles, habits, or skills you must have to be a great negotiator and salesperson here? Um, easy. <clears throat> you have to apply what I call ABL. Always be learning. Like if you want to be a great salesperson, a person that can get people to buy or get people to listen to you and get people to open their mind a bit and you allow them to pour inside of you and create rapport, right? You have to learn. You know, there's many salespeople on the internet that you can just learn for. Just listen to them. Get books on sales, right? It's just learning, you know, the habits. It's just learning, learning, going out there and trying. I mean, sales, <clears throat> I was just thinking about that today <clears throat> when I was driving back from the gym. I was driving the Lamborghini Euros today because it was a little rainy outside, so I thought I'd bring out the bumblebee. But I was thinking about sales. I said, you know what? Sales is probably the most unique skill. This is the skill like if you actually want to be a successful entrepreneur, it's the one skill that you need to master sales. Because we sell all day long. You sell yourself, like men, you sell yourself to women, right? You try to talk in a certain way and you try to convince her that you are a capable man. Same thing with women as well. Sell yourself to men. You know, what you wear, how you smell, how you look, how you talk, how you act. Um... I mean, the sell process happens every day. Interview for a job. Right? You got to sell yourself. So you have to learn skills. I give you a book. I give all of you a book that you can read. <clears throat> and um, it's called Skill with People by Les Giblin. It's a very small book. Um, it's an easy read. And it teaches you how to deal with people. Yeah? It's one of my go-to books I Gave it to my son when he was about 12 years old. Skill with People by Les Giblin. Read that book. It's very powerful. Short book, too. Short read. But uh, it'll teach you how to adapt with people, you know, how to influence all type of people. Like me, I'm what it's called. I'm a master at people. It's almost, it's almost no person on the planet that I can't develop some type of rapport with. It's almost no person on the planet that I can instantly have a connection. They'll be like, man, Wes understands me. I like him. You know, I meet people on the daily on the outside and say, man, I love your stuff, man. You know, I feel like I'm connected to you. Like everything that I do, even on these rants, it's very strategic. Like I know what I'm doing here. I know how to influence the minds of people. I know how people think. And I know what to say at the right time. To get people to choose to listen more to me. Almost addictive, honestly. Right? You ever been addicted to something? You ever been addicted to something and you wanted it like all the time? Well, that's me. Like you want it all the time. And I'm going to give it to you. Make sense? <clears throat> One day I'm going to teach a course on all this stuff. I do have a course, but oh, 
the hacker kind of screwed me up there. Hey, Wes, are you are you hiring? Yeah, we're hiring um, appointment setters and salespeople. Hey, Jess, where are you? <clears throat> Next question for me here. Questions, talk to me. You know, and folks, whenever I take a screenshot, that means someone's about to get blocked. Just to let you know, you know, I look at the comments and some of you will get blocked. It is what it is. If you're negative, if you're pessimistic, you will get blocked. And that's another thing, the dichotomy between rich and, and uh, rich and poor people. Poor and average people, they're always negative about it. shit. Like, they're always negative. And then they're negative, like, they'll say, like, oh, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. They'll say something. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Shut, you know, shut up. You're not kidding. You're not playing. All right, so rich and successful people. Um, we don't have time to be negative, man. They're very positive people, extremely. Okay. Please share your pattern with us. Which pattern would you like to know? Uh, so many patterns here. Like, can anybody tell me what I did when I was talking to you a minute ago? What did I? What did What did I do? You know. Tell me some of the language that I used. Let me tell you something. Language is very powerful when you learn how to use it. Now think about it for a second. Language is powerful. Like what you say out of your mouth will determine if you will get what you want or not. <laughs> In every situation, from an interview, from seeing a man or a woman that you like, even talking with your children, right? With the words that you choose, that you select. That's why communication is it's very important. You have to learn this. You need to master. I teach my children this. I said the one thing that you must master in life is the art of communication. And of course, I'm their dad, so I, I teach them. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> they are well equipped. Right? <clears throat> They're deadly, if that makes sense to you. What time do you wake up? How long do you study? Study what? Um, I don't study anything. I don't. I just work. But um, what time do I wake up? Um, maybe 10 o'clock. Speak about the fear of death. Well, I don't know. I don't fear death at all. I don't fear death at all. I, I don't know. I don't want to die. I mean, but I don't fear it. I'm not afraid of death. I mean, if it happens, it happens, right? It's nothing to fear. And I'm definitely not going to fear the unknown. Like, I don't fear unknown like i don't know when it's going to happen so why do you even think about it right so i know what you want me to talk about as it relates to dying when seeing life as a game does it have anything to do with how you feel vibrational because you continually attract into your life such interesting events leading to what you want does it have anything to do no, listen, so let me explain what I mean by life of the game, because I, I don't think you guys really get this, Lucas. So pay attention, please. <clears throat> I'll give you an analogy. You know, some of you play Xbox, PlayStation 2. I don't play these games, I mean, because I'm not a fucking kid, so I don't play games. I don't have time for that. But, um, you know, when you play a game, you know, you're playing it. Some games are easy. Some games are hard. Some games take some time, right? Some games, some games you lose. But at the end of the day, 
Whenever you play in the game, if you lose, do you bitch and cry and complain all day because you lost? Like if you're playing GTA, football, Madden, whatever, and say if you lose, I mean, are you going to sleep with that on your mind? Like, oh, I can't believe I lost that game, man. Going to work, oh, I can't believe I lost that game last night, man. It was terrible. No, you don't even talk about it anymore, right? Like you can play a video game for hours. And if you lose, you don't make it. Like you don't bitch and complain about how you lost. So that's applicable to life. Like I I play life is like that. Like you wake up tomorrow morning, you're going to play the game, right? Just things you got to do, things you want to do, you're going to play it. And whatever happens at the end of that day, you'll choose if you won or if you lost. And if you lost, when you wake up the next day, it's not, it doesn't serve you to think about what you did wrong or like how you lost and how, you know, you got bills to pay and debt. I mean, it doesn't serve you. So that's what I mean by life is a game. It's always an opportunity to hit the reset button. You just start all over again. You just go again. Because <clears throat> it just, it's just a game. And another aspect is like, it's necess- it's a game because I'm going to get deep here. Some of you are just going to go over your head here. Like, there's no such thing as facts. Okay? Listen. Like, there's no such thing as facts. When we say the word truth, like, I know I use it a lot, but there's no such thing as truth. I'm explaining it to you. Anything that we say is truth or fact came from somebody. Like, right now, you're looking at a dark screen if you're on my Instagram right now. Right? And we will all say the color is black. But my question is, why is it black? How do you know it's black? Because someone told you it was black. What I'm saying is whatever we call facts and whatever we call the truth, people came up with that stuff. We came up with this. Somebody decided that this color is going to be black. Somebody said the phone that's in your hand is going to be called an iPhone. Right? Somebody said the room that you're in, we call it the room. What I'm saying is people create what we call facts and people just agree on it and then it is what it is. Got to be very careful because when people, I give example. Right now, we're running ads on Facebook. We're spending about ten dollars to $15,000 a day right now, right? We're doing very well. And um, I was talking to my media buyers, the guy that runs traffic for me. He's really good. And, and I said, hey, what's going on with Monday? It seemed like the sales have slowed down a bit. He said, well, you know, it's very common, Wesley, on Mondays, the algorithm with Facebook. They're not targeting the right people. And everybody experienced this, Wes, so... You know, it is what it is. It's just how it is. I said, that's not a great response. As a matter as a matter of fact, that's just conjecture. Like, how do you know that's what it is? Just because everybody else is experiencing that same type of experience, it doesn't mean that's what it is. So you got to be very careful with the status quo, you know, and say, well, this happens to everybody. Well, this happens to everybody. Well, this is norm in the market. I give you another example. I made a lot of money because, like, I'm an outlier. When I created FatDeminister.com, and many of you know that was the product that I created online and made me a million dollars. When I created that product, <clears throat> you have what is called the initial sale and you have what is called upsells. Initial sale is always $37. It's like everybody, $37, $47, right? And the upsells are already, it's always like $57, $37, and $27. They've been doing it for years, right? Any product that you see online in the 
digital space, like on ClickBank and Digistore. It's always like $37, then $57 upsell, $37 upsell. When I created Fat Diminisher, let me tell you what I did. Because I said, you know what? Why does it have to be 57 You know, I'm like, why? And I charged $197. I was the first person to do that on a weight loss digital product. I just charged $197 for a lot of the upsells, right? And let me tell you something. They bought it. People bought it. Just like they bought the $57. So that's what caused my product to do so much money. And so many people were attracted to it because they made a lot of money as well. So I went against the status quo because people were like, well, everybody does that, Wes. That's just normal. That's just what the market does, you know? And I'm like, bullshit. I create the market. I I dictate what the market is going to do. Like, just because it's a Monday and everybody's sales is down doesn't mean our sales should be down. No, we need to better understand our customer, period. And that's why I'm super rich. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not not, super rich. is 100 million. We'll say I'm rich. That's 40 million. Eh, that's all right. Whatever. But does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? They got a thing outside the box. You know, fuck the status quo. Everybody like, oh, that's pretty normal. Yeah, that's pretty. Interest rates are 6%, right? Oh, no, no, no. I want 3%. That's impossible. I love when people say that's impossible. That you'll never be able to do it. You're never, you're never going to, you're not going to get that. I'm like, all right, I just show you then. I mean, <laughs> I break the rules all the time here. Right? Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? So be be very careful and understand that what you call the truth, whatever the truth is, it's just people's opinions. That's it. It's just people's opinions. Some people believe in polygamy. Some other people believe that it's wrong. Some people believe it's right. I mean, come on. So the great thing about that is, and to me, that was the best. <clears throat> when I understood that, that was the best type of information that I've ever received ever in life because I said, you know what? Since truth is not really truth, I'm going to create my own truth. A.K.A. Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I just created that out of the blue. I've, I've been calling myself Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin for a very long time. To the point now people call me Billion Dollar West. I've been calling myself King West for a long time. People now call me King. Women call me King for a very long time. I call myself Daddy. Every woman that I deal with intimately, they call me Daddy. All of them. Right. Because I create my own facts. <laughs> right. I create what it is. I don't care if you I'm not calling you that. Well, if you're not calling me, that, you're not going to be with me. Right. Just I create my own truth. You can do that as well. Does that make sense? You can create your own truth. That's why my life's so fabulous. You get it? But you can do this, too. You can create your own truth, whatever you want. But you have to believe it. It may take some time. Right. It may take years because you want to get other people to believe it. Right. But it's okay. It's worth it. Okay? What's next here? Uh, Why do you spend a lot of time at the gym? What lessons have you learned from it? What you mean? Have you not seen my body lately? You guys haven't really seen my body because I don't really showcase my physique online. But I'm a... My body is amazing. I'm telling you, it's, it's good. It looked good. It looked delicious. I mean, that's what that's just what women tell me. But listen, uh, I, I like going. I like working out. Like anything that I can do to perfect my mind and my body, <laughs> I'm going to do. Right. This is why I work. Like when I'm obsessed about a goal, I work. A, I work a lot. Right. 
Um, <clears throat> I mean, I just love working out. I love perfecting my muscles. I love challenging myself. You know, I love the pain of it. Then I love looking at myself in the mirror and just look at the sculpture. of Like I went to the massage place and this lady, I go to the Thai, the Thai massage places, you know, the Asian women, older women that massage you and walk on your back. And she said, oh, my God, your body looks like a statue. I was like, okay, thank you. Gracias. So your body like a statue. My God, your body is so amazing. I'm never, I mean, they just, they just boost my ego. Oh, my God, they just feed my ego. They say, I've never seen a body like this, Wesley. I'm like, oh, my God. Stop it, Miss Massage Lady. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean. I love perfecting myself. I do. I enjoy it. What's next here? Maybe one day I'll show you guys uh, a picture of me at the pool and some Speedos. (laughs) 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 Ah, What's next here? Speedos. Can you picture me in some Speedos? Oh, my God. Absolutely not. How can I get out of my shell? I'm very shy. So my question is, what kind of shell is it? Is it a turtle shell? Egg shell? Talk about the shell. Listen, I know I'm being comical right now, but listen, I'm being serious at the same time. Like, you have to be very careful in how you describe your experience. The young lady or the young man said, well, how do I get out of my shell? Like, how do you know you're in the shell? What shell is it? I mean, are you really in a shell? You know, maybe you're not in a shell. Maybe you need to use different words to describe your human experience. You know, maybe you're not in a shell. Maybe you're just shy at times, you know? You're not in a shell, right? And then you have to ask yourself, uh, you know, maybe you're shy because you just feel inadequate. You know, many people are like this. I used to be like that as well. You know, I was a bit an introvert, a bit shy because... I just felt that, I don't know, that I wouldn't be accepted or maybe because I was just weird. I don't know. I think everybody thinks they're weird at some level. And what I would tell you is you have to accept your weirdness. I mean, understand you're going to be weird and in, in, in weird to people because everybody's, uh, a ton of us are different. So you have to embrace the weirdness, man. It is what it is. I mean, I'm not, am I not the weirdest person you ever met on the internet? I mean, come on now, I'm crazy. For no reason, I would start screaming right now on this phone just to get your attention, right? Because I know you're going to get bored, so I have to do what is called a pattern interrupt, such as I have to say high energy, high income real loudly because you get bored, right? So embrace the weirdness, and then you realize everybody's weird. Everybody's a little cray-cray. I mean, it is what it is. We all are. We all goofy and funny and whatever. Embrace it. <clears throat> What's next here? Oh, we have more people here tonight. Let's go. Why would you say a turtle shell? What do you mean? I mean, because a turtle has a shell. That's why. Hey, Wes, since you grew up in a Christian home and a pastor's kid, what made you determine that you don't consider yourself a Christian or don't believe in, t- in, 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 t- in Jesus since your parents are Christians? Well, um, I never said I didn't believe in Jesus. I never said that, so I don't know where you get the information from. But I'll say this, that growing up as a PK kid um, for, you know, two decades, I realized something when I 
became an adult that Christians are not even just, just just very devout religious people. In my opinion, because I've been to every church on the planet, obviously, right? My dad's a pastor, so I've been to all the revivals. It, it, you know, it just appeared to me that Christians are the just the most, the people that are in pain. Because every time we go to church, there's always somebody crying and, you know, they're screaming. They're running over the pews. That's black churches, by the way, right? I don't know. And, and I'm not saying that everybody is like this, but a huge majority, you know, just crying, praying to God, asking for forgiveness. Like every Sunday, I'm like, when are these people ever get it right? In my opinion, I swear to God, that's how I was thinking when I was young. I was like, why are these people not getting it right? I mean, how do you go to church every week praying to God for something to deliver you from and you're promising God it's going to be better? Are you going to change something? And you don't do it. And you just go back again and do the exact same performance you did last night. So I decided to do more research about, because see, what I wanted to do, I wanted to be wealthy, period. I wanted to be a wealthy individual. And by reading other books outside of the Bible, I'm not saying the Bible is not a good book. I think the Bible is a great book for morality to live. Um, and I think it's a good rule book, right? To live your life by. It's good for marriages as well. But I wanted to be rich and wealthy. And I'm not saying the Bible can't do that. But other books outside of the Bible taught me life skills. The Bible is just, it's a ton of stories, a ton of analogies. And we don't know if it's real. We have faith. I get it. I get it. We have faith that it's all real, that Jesus is real. And the man was in the, in the, the, the belly of a well. And all, I get it. You know, that's cool. But um, I don't think it's important if I personally believe in Jesus or God or even anybody. I think what's important is, do you believe in yourself? Right? Honestly, like, do you believe in you? Because... Even if you believe you're going to heaven when you die, you won't know until you die. And until you die, you know, whether you go to hell or heaven, you still have to live on this planet. And to live on this planet, okay, great, believe in God, but you need to believe in yourself, okay? Because if you don't believe in yourself like you believe in God, you're going to have a very tough time on this planet. I'm telling you, you're going to have a very tough time on the planet here. You're going to have a, it's going to be hard for you. Tell it because you don't believe in yourself. Many people have a very, very tough time of living. You know, it can be financial issues, relationship issues, weight issues, depression. It just, and it's just a lack of belief in their own capabilities and their own power. Right. And I think sometimes with Christians, it's just a misunderstanding of what God role is in our life. And, me, I just choose to believe in God, but I don't know if it, you know, I don't know if God really exists, right? But I just choose to because I know something exists. I just don't know what it is. And sometimes I think it's just, I don't think it's right to say that this is right and other people are wrong because everybody doesn't believe in God. Everybody have a different, some people have different religions, different gods, different deities, right? So I can't say that other people are wrong, right? Because they probably never grew up that way. So sometimes, you know, in my opinion, religion is very divisive. It just it was meant to separate us, right? And like I said, I don't know all the history, but it doesn't it doesn't really matter. What I'm saying is you need to believe in yourself. Okay, believe in God, but believe in yourself more. Okay? It's nothing wrong with believing in yourself more. And I know that's very difficult for a ton of you to believe, because you you're gonna say, God is first. No, God is first. 
God, I got to believe in God first, God first, God. And what you don't realize, you've just been conditioned to believe that way. You just, you've been very conditioned. I was conditioned too. Listen, it doesn't matter how hard I try to say I don't believe in God or repudiate whatever. Like it would always be in me, period, because it was in me when I was growing up, right? So it's always going to be in But what I'm saying is you have to have a better understanding of the role of God in your life, which means is God is not here to ensure that you have a great life. I mean, not at all. He's not here to make sure that you prosper. It's up to you to do that. Like, this may be conjecture, but I believe God gives us the tools to do what we want to do, which is called free will, right? So you have everything that you need. Whoever gave it to you, you have it within you. But the issue is we lack and we don't believe in ourselves. Just realize it. All you, everybody right now that's listening to me on this podcast the reason why you're here, because it's a part of you that just don't believe in yourself. Like, you don't believe you're going to make a million dollars. You just don't. Be honest. Because if you truly believe that, you wouldn't be on the live with me right now. Some of you don't believe that you're going to be married. Women's. You say, oh, I'm getting older. I don't know. You know, you don't believe that you're going to find a suitable husband. Some of you men just don't believe that you're going to come out of your situation and be capable men. Right? Make sense? So everybody that's on this rent right now struggle with some belief and use their belief in themselves. And what I want you to understand is like I started that way, too. I didn't like totally believe in myself when I was younger. Belief has to be cultivated. And that's why I'm here. This I'm giving people a blueprint to cultivate the belief in them. Because if you believe wholeheartedly in yourself that you could do anything then what do you even need a mentor for? What do you need? You don't need nobody because you believe in yourself, which means is any issue, any problem, any challenge, any trial or tribulation in your life, you know, you're going to figure it out. Like, you know, you're going because you believe in yourself and you understand that you're capable of solving anything. Right. But you don't believe that. A lot of you Christians that believe in God, <laughs> like Christians are some of the most hypocritical people on the planet. You know, they say, oh, I believe. I be-. And I'm like, well, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Dang. It was going to be a scripture in the Bible. Um, oh, you know, you know, when Christians, Chris, Christian people say that, you know, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. It's too much. But in the Bible, it says that God wouldn't put more on you than. It says in the Bible that God wouldn't put more on you than you can handle. I'm paraphrasing, right? So how how do you say that you can't handle something? And at the same time, you said that God wouldn't put, you believe that, right? You believe the Bible. It said that God wouldn't put more on you than you can handle, So which means if it's happening to you, I mean, I guess you can handle it. But you think you can't handle it. See? So how confused people are. Yeah. But it's okay. You got Wesley Virgin. I'm here. I'm going to help you. What about the ridicule and degeneracy? Like people not respecting your distribution. Distribution of what? And the ridicule of what? It's kind of vague. I need you to be a little bit more clear, okay? What's next here? <clears throat> and see, the thing is, see, this is why my role in the planet here is so imperative. And maybe that's just self-proclaimed. 
because many people that listen to me, they believe more in themselves. I know this because people approach me and I say, man, because of you, I get this several times because of you, Wes, I'm doing this because of you. I quit my job because of you. I'm staying here because of you. I got a brand new car because of you. You know, I feel better about myself because of you. I have more self-esteem because of you. I didn't kill myself. I swear to God, I'm, I'm getting these comments from people. Right. And it's not just because of me. It's they heard me say something. And energy is transferable. When people hear me talk and hear me speak, they can feel my passion vehemently. They can feel my certainty when I say, hey, I believe in myself. That's why I am where I am. And if you believe in yourself, too, and if you realize that you're capable, too, it'll happen to you. And if you hear that and you actually believe that you're capable, you will start to act differently. You will. Many of us, unfortunately, growing up, we never heard any type of positive reinforcements. Like, we didn't have a mom or a dad to say, you know what, I believe in you. You got this. You can do anything, okay? Or we didn't have parents that just were on that, uh, that was intelligent enough to explain to us about emotions and our minds and how to manifest and what to do when I feel lonely what do you do when you feel lost? What do you do when you feel stuck? Like your parents don't know how to explain this to you. They don't even know themselves. Make sense? So when you become an adult, you have to learn this stuff, unfortunately, you know? Unless West of the Virgin is your daddy, then you're good to go. But think about like a Tony Robbins. I mean, Tony Robbins kids, I mean, they Tony Robbins is probably one of the, I mean, the best motivational speaker on the planet, man. This guy is amazing, right? Especially with people. So think about his children. Right? They're good to go, whatever they do in life. Why? Because they know how to manage their emotions. They know how to understand their own mindset. Okay? What's next here? Hey, Steph, how are you? Are you guys getting value here tonight? Come with the word value, please. Hey, Kanisha, how are you? Are you getting value? Come with the word value. I'm, I'm here to ensure that you get value. Take, this, take notes. Right? Listen to this again. Because <clears throat> this type of information, you're not going to hear... Like this, okay? Like, <clears throat> this is not new information, but I am a voracious reader and I love learning. So this is a aggregate of all the information that I've assimilated over decades that I'm giving to you in a way that you can understand it and apply it. Once a man or a woman understand more about themselves, they're highly likely... <clears throat> to live on this planet in a way that they're able to get what they want. Okay? But if you have a lack of understanding about you, you're going to have a tough life. You will. If you don't understand yourself. And to do that, sometimes you have to just be alone. Talk to yourself a little bit. Because you have to learn how to get more consistent with your own thoughts and become very organized with your thoughts, right? And you're going to do that by, in my opinion, by isolating yourself, okay? Questions here. I worry about ridicule and disrespect and perhaps how you deal with it or encourage dealing with it. Um, so, so you worry that people are going to disrespect you? 
But my question is, why would you worry about something that's, uh, that's about to happen to our, and you say you worry about disrespect, but how do you worry about disrespect? Like, do you worry that people may disrespect you? Or are you worried because they are disrespecting you? And another word for worry is just afraid. So why are you afraid that people are going to disrespect you? Listen, let, let, me, let me share something with you. Okay, I want you to listen close, young lady. I mean, people are going to disrespect you for the rest of your life. <laughs> ah, let's go! I'm being honest. They're going to disrespect you for the rest of your life. I don't care if you're Mother Teresa, okay? doesn't matter. Somebody's going to disrespect you. I mean, it is what it is. Because even the word disrespect is very relative, which means it's your own individual experience. People, I give you an example. You can have a group of girls. You have some group of girls, they can call each other bitches. Hey, bitch, come here. Bitch, bitch, what you talking about, bitch? And But then another girl outside the group call you, bitch, shut up. And she's offended. She's disrespected. Make sense? So it's contextual. And it's just relative, right, the, the word disrespect. So I, I don't know. I wouldn't be too concerned about the whole disrespect thing. <clears throat> Another word for disrespect is just when people treat you a way that you don't want to be treated or they say it's something that you don't want to hear. But listen, as long as you're living on this planet, it's going to happen. Okay. And you just got to just deal with it. It's not even a big deal. Uh, <clears throat> you got it right, Bree. Like, you don't have to be offended. That was powerful. Shout out to Brizlet. Like, honestly, you don't have to be offended. <clears throat> you know, people just say, oh, I'm offended. Why? I mean, you don't have to be. But see, we never ask these type of questions, right? We just immediately are, we're in this reactive state. You know, oh, you disrespect me. Oh, you offended me. I mean, you don't have to because, honestly, no one can offend you or disrespect you unless you allow it. Can I get an amen, please? I mean, you have to allow it, honestly, man. I mean, I mean that you have to internalize it. Like if somebody right now say, "West, you're a scam, you're an asshole," so I have to internalize. I was like, "Oh man, am I?" I'm asking myself a question: Am I an asshole? Well, I'm not an asshole. Why would you call me that? And people that get upset is because they're hurting. Then the question is, why are you hurting? Like if you know you're not an asshole, you know you're not a scammer. Why does that hurt? Well, because I work so hard on my character. I work so hard on being a good person. And <laughs> I mean, this is what people say, right? But you got to be very careful with that because like, why do you have to work hard to be a good person? I mean, good people are just good people. You don't have to work hard to do it. I mean, you got to work hard to do the right thing. I mean, it is what it is. And as a matter of fact, people are not doing the right thing on the planet. People are doing the wrong thing and the right thing and the wrong thing and the right thing when it's convenient to them. That's another conversation. What I'm saying is, if you know who you are, that's a big issue with people. They just don't know who they are. When you know who you are to the core of you, many things will not bother you anymore, okay? When people say certain words to you, it won't bother you. They lie to you. They cheat. It won't bother you. Somebody lying and cheat on you, get rid of them immediately. That's it. Some of you deal with people that lie and cheat on you. You know, <laughs> you just keep dealing with these people. It's your fault. You're the problem, Right? I'm looking at you. I ain't, I'm not looking at the other person. I don't know why they keep doing this to me. I don't know why. I mean, I hear people crying, bitching, complaining. I don't know why they keep lying to me. Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, let the ass go. Remove them. Right? Does that make sense? 
Are you guys with me here? Okay. <clears throat> so, this is another example of how powerless people think they are, right? They just think they're so powerless. Because if someone can offend you and disrespect you, you're just a, you're a powerless person. They disrespect me. They hurt me so bad. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? I'm like, you know, they disrespect you. Okay, great. I'm not dealing with this person anymore. Done. What's the point of crying about it and whining about it, right? But see, if you knew you were that powerful, like you, if you knew you were powerful, then most things which are minor, they won't bother you. Big issue with you guys, a lot of you, you're trying to avoid all the pain in life. And I don't know what planet you're living on, but on planet Earth, pain is coming. Okay? And I don't know why some of you don't like pain. Like some of you women, you know you like pain. Right? <laughs> Let me stop. Yeah, I know you like pain, so just relax, you know. All this, I want to avoid pain. I want to avoid pain. I want to. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. Look, you only want the pain you want, right? <laughs> when people say they don't want any pain, they do want pain. What are you talking about? You do. You want some pain, especially women. I mean, they want pain all the time. I give you an example. You ever met a woman that was in a great relationship with a man? Everything was great. Right? When I say great, he's a nice man, he's a good man. You know? Anything she asks for, she gets. No arguments, no problems, no nothing. What do we call a man like that? A boring ass man. And let me tell you something about a woman. I don't care how good it is, but if you're boring, if you're very predictable as a man, she just gonna lose interest automatically. Cause a woman they <laughs> watch this <laughs> a lot. Women some women will agree with me, some won't. Women demand chaos sometimes. I mean, it is what it is. It's a woman. She wants chaos. It sounds crazy, right? Because at the same time, women say, I don't want chaos. I just want to live a peaceful life. No, she don't. Women do not want a peaceful life. They don't. Sometimes, you know, it has to be a balance with her. So as a man, if you're dating a woman, yeah, you give her peace, but you got to give her fucking chaos too. Because she has to feel something. She wants to, like, women want to feel all the time emotionally, man. They just want to feel all the time. But they can't be bored. They hate it. <laughs> That's why a lot of women get with men that they can't control. And they get with men that are toxic, right? They call them toxic men. You know, say toxic. I'm not talking about the, women, the men that beat women and emotional abuse and all that. No, I'm talking about the women that can't understand that man. They can't keep, they can't. You know, get this man where they, they just, he's unpredictable. But she gravitates to this man all the time because that man makes her feel things that other men can't. Makes sense? Yeah, I know I'm right. Let me see here. Question here. <laughs> and one thing men never believe what women say you know you look at the comments you know women say a lot of stuff no 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 i don't want any pain i don't want that i don't want a man i don't want that i mean just 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 relax you know <laughs> like i men what i would tell you is educate yourself if you educate yourself you would never have a problem with a, me personally i don't have problems with women at all never 
I don't have problems with any women at all, okay? I'm not going to be going back and forth with you arguing. With, mm -mm, no, no problem. Every, every woman um, that, I, that I've dealt with or I deal with, smooth selling always is just perfect, okay? And whenever it's imperfect, well, we got a problem. Houston, we got a problem. And I'm going to fix the problem quickly. You know, I'm not like the average man. I'm not going to be endure shit. A lot of you men endure. I don't endure anything, okay? You either got to go or you got to behave. <laughs> women don't like that word, behave. <laughs> Some women like, behave? Would you call me a dumb? <laughs> I love women. They're so funny. But we love them, though. What's next here? Uh, <laughs> sex entanglement. Uh, what's next here? Please explain the law forty six. Never appear too perfect. If you seem too perfect, people will think you're trying to control them. They will less likely. Uh, they will less likely to follow your lead. Yeah. So that's from the book Forty Laws of Power. When it says like. Sometimes when a person seems too perfect, like just too, they're not, they they will almost perceive that they're not human, right? They're like, man, this person just, it's just too perfect. Then it would turn people off. It will, you know? And sometimes I have an issue with that, with people with me, because they may, man, you're just too good. What's wrong with you? But I use that to my benefit because I, some that statement that Robert Greene said, I agree, but not totally because when you seem too perfect to a person, like say if you ever went on a date with a girl or, you know, just with people and they'd be like, oh my God, you know, you're just like the perfect person. Why are you single? You know, there can be a man or a woman. Well, that can work to my benefit because now women with me personally, then they're thinking like, like, what's wrong with this man? Right? Like, what is he? So you become a mystery, right? It's like, man. So now in her mind, it's like she's curious. She's like, man. Why does this man don't have a woman? What's wrong with him? Like, what's going on? Which will cause her to want to find out. Make sense? So it kind of works in your benefit here, but that's just in that context. <clears throat> what's next here? Uh, we'll talk about perfection. What's a ideal feminine energy? Oh, feminine females. Feminine energy, yeah, ideal for me, for for a, a man like me, uh, like a, a sigma male, alpha male, I'll tell you, a rich man, easy. So women, let me tell you exactly, like if, you're, if you ever want to tr attract a, a high-performing man on the planet, which you all do, let me tell you what you got to do. You may not like it, but it is what it is. And listen, don't think that there are not women that's, that are like this. It's a lot of them, millions of them that are like this, so... Don't think that no woman will ever do that, you know, because some women say, oh, no woman's never going to be like that. You, you're insane. OK, one, be submissive, period. You can't like this whole word, this word submissive, women not liking this word. You need to grow the fuck up. Honestly, I mean, women, you need to be obsessive. You need to be obsequious when it comes to a man. OK, it doesn't mean that he's going to control you. It doesn't mean he's going to berate you. Just be nice. Right. Let your man feel that he is a powerful man. Make him feel that way. Take notes. OK. When you're with a powerful man, you need to make him feel powerful. It's important. OK. 
Make him feel superior. It doesn't mean that he is. Just make him feel that way. Make sense? Feed his ego. Always feed his ego. Because that's what powerful men, they thrive. They like that stuff. They just like it. Not saying that they need it to do what they do, but they love it. Like they love their ego just elevate it. Write it down. Okay? Women learn how to be more agreeable. We know you can do it. I know you can change the oil. I get it. You can change tires and shit. But it doesn't mean you have to do it. I know you know how to make a decision. I know you got something to say, but it doesn't mean you have to always say it. You don't you know to always talk, right? Let your man lead. Like when you have the man that you know is the man of your dreams, let him lead you. Okay? Because let me tell you why. It's not a lot of capable men on the planet <laughs> today. It's not. It's just, it's just not a lot of capable men, unfortunately. Okay? It's not. So when you find one, let him lead you. Another. Write this down. Speak softly. Nicely. Okay? Speak softly. Learn how to deliver information to a man like that. Okay? Check your tonality of your voice. How you deliver information is very important. Don't raise your voice at a capable man. Do not do that. Mm -mm, Don't raise your voice. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't like that. All right? And see, the man might not tell you. Like me, I'm going to tell the woman because I have no problem checking a woman. But some men, they're not going to say anything. You're going to say, oh, okay. But he's going to have his little side girl, three girls, four, and you wonder why he ghosts you. I mean, happens all the time, right? So learn how to talk softly. Just teach yourself. I get it. Some of you women have men voices. I don't know why. You know, you just, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, calm down. You know, I like women that have soft voices, baby voice, just very soft. Because it makes me feel that she's a female. She's a feminine. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a feminine energy. I don't like women that are masculine. That's another thing. Okay? Masculine women? Oh, no, no. I don't like it. I don't. Okay? Well, no man likes it. I mean, honestly, they don't like it. They probably deal with it, but they don't like a woman that's just overly masculine. Okay? <clears throat> Learn to cooperate. You know, go with the flow sometimes. Like I said, you don't have to always... Share your thoughts about if they, if your man should take your car to the car wash here and here, or he should change the light bulb. I mean, I don't know. You know, women just have their whatever. Just, you know, just go with the flow. Learn to go with the flow. Like a lot of you women want a leader anyway. You want a leader in your life, right? You want a man that can lead, that you can look up to, a man that you can admire, a man that you can be proud that he is your man. Well, Okay, we treat him that way then. Allow him to do that. Tone it down a bit. Some of you independent women, you're too, like, you know, you got the, the masculine energy turned up too high. If you, go, if you ever want a man, you have to tone down that independency. And, you know, women, they think that a man wants some women that's independent. Well, no, don't a, don't a man want an independent woman? Well, it depends on what you mean by that in what context, you know, I mean, I don't want a woman that's living under the bridge, right? But I definitely want a woman that if I'm with her, she feels that <clears throat> she got to make all decisions. That she, no, I make the decisions. 
So I'm very clear with women. When they get with me, I run the show, period. It is what it is. And some women don't like that. And I don't care about those women, by, by the way. Because there's a ton of women that want a man to run the show. I'm going to tell you that. They're out there. There's a ton of women out there. They don't want to think. They want the man to think. And I'm a thinker. And I think well. Okay? So that's it with that. What's next? How many hours do you sleep? I'm saying this in my soft voice. <laughs> I love it. You're learning. You're learning. My queens are learning. You know, I want to affirm that every woman on here is going to get them a rich, tall, dark, handsome man that's fun, loyal, and just, you know, give you all the, give you the lifestyle that you want to have. Okay. Um, maybe five hours. What's next here? What's next? Questions here. Are you getting value here, ladies and gentlemen? Here? Yeah. And another thing, women, I want to give you some advice, if you don't mind, if you're willing to take it. Um, stop with all this. A man have to bend over backwards for you. Like, you know, as far as pursuing you, you know, some of you wouldn't play games. You know, when I say play games, you know, I don't know, you get a text from a man you're like, well, I'm not going to text him back because I know he has all the women, so I'm not going to be like other women. Like, you don't even, first of all, you don't even know what's happening in this man's life. A lot of women, they just assume what's happening in men that are very capable, and they just generalize all of us, right? If you're good looking and rich, or if you're just rich and not even good looking, but if you're rich, then you got a bunch of women, you don't. Listen, just be yourself. Like, be the best version of yourself. Don't play the games. You know, don't try to force a man to bend over backwards for you. Because let me tell you something. This is the reality. It's a lot of women on the planet. It's a lot. I think women forget that sometimes. It's a lot of women. And I know it's some women. Well, yes, yeah, a lot of women, but it's no women like me. I'm like, just shut up. I mean, honestly, just stop it. You wonder why you're single. Because of statements like that. <laughs> I get it. You got confidence and you believe in yourself. Great. But that's not attractive to a man, you know. Uh, a capable man loves a woman who is confident with being who she is. She's open. She can be vulnerable. She's not trying to hold back because, you know, she's trying to guard her heart. Capable men like women who are just open. You know, open with her feelings, open with everything. And that's why men that are capable usually date younger women. I mean, because of their beauty as well. But <clears throat> younger women are very open. Older women, they tend not to be. Very guarded because of the past. Their adulterated past. So it's hard for them just to open up because they're afraid of the pain. But I'm, I, I think like this, if you're afraid of pain... You shouldn't even be in a relationship or even seeking that out until you heal from that. Right? Because, you know, in any relationship, pain is going to be around the corner here. 
Okay. <clears throat> What's next here? Uh, thank you, Chef Tingles. What's next? Any more questions for me before I let you go here? I got to get to work. And I'm glad you guys had a good time today. Remember, if you want my course, just go to howtomanifestnow.com. And can you all do me a favor? Can you share and like this for me? You know, without you, I can't disseminate this information around the world. I need you to hit the likes and shares. I'm only one man. All right, I'm powerful, but, you know, I need you to share and like it and tell more people about the rants here, right? It's up to you. So we can get this in the hands of more people so they can listen to it and they can be more educated on how to orchestrate their own lives, okay? What's the best marketing company I can use? The best? The best. When you say the best, what do you mean? The one that's going to make you money? I mean, those type of companies, they're very expensive. I think the best marketer is yourself, Jada. Teach yourself how to be a marketer. How can I be more consistent? Consistent in meditating. Choose to be consistent. Is it? It's a choice. Wake up in the morning. Say, hey, I must do this. And listen, if you're the type of man that can't be consistent, you know, if you're the type of man that just can't get yourself to do what you're supposed to do, well, just get ready because you're going to work a nine-to-five for the rest of your life, my guy. Yeah, you're not going to drive the car that you want. You're not going to stay in the house or the apartment that you want. You, you're getting ready to live a normal, regular, average life for the rest of your life. And if you're okay with that, then kudos to you. But if that disturbs you, then uh, meditate. And do it daily. You literally are the Bible. <laughs> See, Briz Lats, she knows, she just knows how to stroke my ego. She does. Thanks, Bri. Appreciate it. Um, it's best to meditate. Jada Love, you spelled the word wrong. When you first wake up during the grand stage. I don't know what the grand stage is, but yes, meditating in the morning is important. Can we see the view? Yeah, there it is. It's a little foggy out here in Houston, Texas here. Who's in Houston today? Houston, Texas. One of my H-Town lovers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Thank you so much for joining me here. Remember, if you want access to my course, just go to howtomanifestnow.com, the Genie Script course where I would teach you how to manifest your dreams very quickly here, by the way. But I deep and dive into the science so you'll understand it. I explain it to you like a third grader. So everybody gets it. It doesn't matter if you're a teenager or if you're 80 years old. Everybody can get value from this course. Whether you choose to get it or you don't choose to get it now, it's always up to you, right? I'm not here to force you nor compel you to get the course. But I want you to think within yourself at the right moment to say, you know what? This is my time. And if that is, go to howtomanifestnow.com and you'll be able to get access to learn more about your psyche, learn more about getting what you want. So much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Love you to life. 
and let's go.